Should I, should I start? Yeah. All right. This is Date Night Conspiracies. I'm Colin. And I'm Sherry. And this is Date Night Conspiracies. Yeah. Twice. Twice. And we're back with another episode. Yeah, this is our uh, second in a row. We did one yesterday. Yeah, right. We're trying to build up the cash again a little bit. Yeah, we got to build it up to like 10. Yeah. If we can build it up to 10. Obviously, we're going to keep going, but like we got to start getting ahead of it. Yeah, for sure. So we got to do like get, two a week. Got to get consistent. I was listening to... Actually, I should say right away, we're, we're doing Operation Northwoods today. Uh, Operation Northwoods. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that is. I didn't know what that was. I can't believe you didn't know what that was. No, I don't, I don't know I, what anything is. I only knew what it was because of what I was about to say. I know about it because of Joe Rogan. Because hmm. he's mentioned it a bunch of times on his podcast. As one of those things that's like a conspiracy that's not a conspiracy. Um, yeah, it's really not. And I was gonna say, um, I want I want to get ahead of these podcasts because I, I was just listening to Joe Rogan and there, Tom Tom Segura was talking about like he's like he's like you got real serious about it. He's like when you got real serious and you started doing like multiple episodes a week. He's like you started to do it like you work out. He's like you you really focused in on your podcast because mm. he remembers when you first started. Yeah, and I remember when he first started too. I was like, oh look at this. There's more coming out. In one week, I was like, this is pretty amazing. Hmm. We got to get to that point where we can do. I want to get to the point where we can do two in a week. Yeah, that's that'd be the, great. That's what I want to get to. That'd be great. If we could do four in a week, then we'll become famous. <laughs> yeah. We will, yeah. Okay. 100%. All right. People always think like uh, with anything, they think like they, they what, what is, what's the old saying? People underestimate what they can do in, overestimate what they can do in 10 years underestimate what they could do in one year hmm. so, something like that i like that the people always do that they're like i, I can't oh there's so much so much i could do in 10 years and then like when it comes to like one year they're like oh i'm not sure <laughs> they don't realize how much time it is yeah and they also don't realize that 10 years is just 10 one years so if you're not doing anything for that one year it's going to be the same the entire time yeah they think of the 10 years almost like it's 40 years like that kind of thing yeah yeah so, so yeah so let's get ahead of it i want to get to that point because that'd be good that'd be cool yeah that'd be super cool you know we were doing like one a week and then we got that guy who asked us about like uh sponsorship and stuff yeah that youtuber which will remain nameless until he signs a deal with us <laughs> 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 but you know you can get things done you'd be surprised true um yeah, yeah. so let's get into it Operation Northwoods. Uh, the conspiracy that's not a conspiracy. Yeah. Um, the the thing where people people say there's no such thing as false flags, and then, you know, people bring this up, and it's yeah. like, uh-oh. And just so people know, because I didn't know, a false flag is basically like a, a military use kind of misdirect. It's trying to be like it's like a red herring in the in the book world. That's kind of what oh. I associated it with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's people who kind of disguise themselves as an enemy in one form or another, mm-hmm. for usually tactical purposes. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a ton of false flags in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that people say that don't that do, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, um, well, one thing that I mean. Like it's it's happened so many times, but the one thing that happens now is 
that if you give into that thought process, you'll become demonized and you'll be demonized through Twitter mm. and this platform and that platform. And, and people take these platforms so serious and people don't want to get fired and they don't want to get this and they want to get that. And they're very scared for all sorts of things. So they won't even give in to that type of thought process. And they don't want to be lumped in with, uh, with a Trumper or a, or a racist or a this person or that person. They've learned to demonize this thought process of things. Critical thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah of How learned, sad is that? They learned to demonize that type of thing. So. Okay, well. That's why people don't want to give in to like... Because it's like if you agree with that, all of a sudden like you're in line with this guy and that guy. Like yeah. it, a funny example of that. I was talking to my buddy Jake today and um, <laughs> and I, I was showing him Will Blunderfield. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who drinks uh, urine and uh, and and, you know, cuddles with his man friends and <laughs> kisses their mushroom, as he puts it. Um, and I was like that guy. Because Jake's very, like, anti-everything. You know, I won't go into the what he's anti, but he's anti-everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, that Will guy is anti, anti that, too. I'm oh, like, shit. So you guys are, like, the same. You're in the same That's group. So and funny. he's like, yo, he's like, no, we are not <laughs> in the same group. I'm like, you are. Like, what do you want? You're in the same group. That's You're so in funny. the same group as a trucker and a guy that drinks urine. Too bad. That's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny he was so mad he's <laughs> like i'm not with this guy <laughs> i'm not with this guy that's hilarious yeah but yeah so operation northwoods was uh a proposed false flag operation in 1962 that revolved around kind of the the cuban missile crisis and everything that was going on between the states and soviet russia which then was kind of had a, a big handle on Cuba as well. Mm -hmm. So this originated this plan from the U.S. Department of Defense and the American government in general. And the proposals called for CIA operatives to stage and commit acts of terrorism against U.S. military and civilian targets. Mm -hmm. So why they wanted to do this was to blame the Cuban government and justify retaliation against cuba and go into like an all-out war where mm -hmm. they could take over and kind of get russia out of there so they wouldn't have a foothold so close to the united states because mm. everybody was worried about that because russia has nukes and they didn't want them to transport them to cuba and then be right at their door yeah basically russia's russia it's yeah, the same russia yeah. that you guys know about today they were like that before too. It, they've always been like <laughs> that they've always been Russia. so that's a little bit of like the background so there was in the documents that were released about this Operation Northwoods a whole bunch of like very kind of descript individual plans on what they could do to kind of blame it on Cuba. And some of these things were um, assassinating Cuban immigrants on U.S. soil, sinking boats of Cuban refugees who were coming over, um, down to like hijacking planes to be shot down or appear to be shot down. So one of their plans was to kind of go over the radio when like a pilot is in the air and be like, oh, we're being attacked, we're being attacked. And then just kind of cut radio communication and then have a submarine down below release plane parts. Mm. So nobody actually got like injured in these theoretical events. Well, that would be nice. Events. That, that, one was, that one's okay. Well, e yeah. It's spineless. <laughs> it's spineless. And has Very no, much so. No integrity whatsoever. Yeah. But, well, you know, no and one then, gets murdered. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then another one they were talking about was uh, based in Guantanamo Bay, which is in Cuba. So the American base there, they were planning to sink a naval ship in Guantanamo Bay, totally empty, but they were going to say it was full of U.S. soldiers and then publish the names of all the deceased, all the victims in the U.S. newspapers and hold like fake funerals for all these people. Wow. Yeah, that one was crazy. Wow. To that extent. Yeah. And then there was like even more terrible things like they were talking about uh, bombings in Miami, which is a big uh, Cuban area. Yeah, of course. And even like Washington, D.C. So they were just going to bomb civilians. Yeah. Doesn't matter. U.S. civilians, Cuban Mm -hmm. immigrants, anybody Mm would have gotten injured in this. That's wild. That's wild. See, see, right now. It's funny, like, this type of thing, because if, like, if Alex Jones, like, jumped on Joe Rogan and he was like, oh, this, this is what they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna try and bomb. They're going to bomb U.S. citizens. And this. people would be like, another one of his stupid ass yeah, things like the gay that frogs. he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? They'd be like, another dumb thing that Alex is saying. But this is true. And it's right along the same lines of crazy of a lot of the stuff he talks about so much like it's like if somebody had told me that without proof i'd be like no you're full of shit yeah Yeah. but there's actually like documentation and proof of this that came out in the late 90s i want to say 1997 or 8 wow when documents were released about the jfk assassination Mm -hmm. this was kind of hidden in there wow and i don't know if that was a mistake of somebody's or if it was just time like i know there's like a Actually, that was that would only be like thirty something years, because I think there's like a fifty year years, yeah. thing on classified documents. Yeah, they have to get released or whatever. Yeah, something like that, and mm-hmm. they usually just do it kind of quietly so nobody realizes. But yeah. that seems earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's an odd one. That's an odd one. You'd have to look at like who was about to become president and stuff like that. Yeah, right. To understand like why. Well, I think that would be early. like like George W. Bush. I think so. That kind of time. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's, yeah, and then that was released. I mean, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I think, it, was Kennedy the one that stopped all this? Oh, yeah, he was the one who basically rejected the proposal Yeah. after all of his military guys all the way up the line signed their names on it. And we're like, yep, yep, yep. Wow, isn't that crazy? So it's like, I mean, I mean, we'll concentrate on Operation Northwoods, but obviously they killed him, like. Oh, I have a little bit. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole because I was like, there's no way this is a coincidence. Like, obviously, like people keep blaming, like even the video I was just listening to and a couple of things from a different podcast talking about how um, CIA, not the CIA, but like how Cubans and this and that killed them. But like, apparently there was like ties between the Cubans and the CIA or something like yep. that. But like, it's it's everybody signs off on it and he's like no we're not doing that yeah obviously they're gonna be like because it's like the funny thing that people say like i i was gonna say obviously they they would off him because that's the <laughs> one thing standing in the way right between it's like what else is he gonna do this with yeah it's like he just did this like we all were just on board with this we took time to plan this thing yeah um and now he just stopped it what else is he gonna stop what else is he gonna disband um the funny thing is, is people always say part of the reason people won't give into this mindset anymore is because they're like it's it's a different time it's different people Mm -hmm. but those people that like signed off on that stuff those people don't get elected 
Yeah. And they don't get like taken out of office, quote unquote. They're just there. Yeah. For decades and decades and decades. So it's like as much as you think it's not the same people, it very much could be like even to this day, there could be like one or two guys that was like a part of that. That's like still around. It's possible. <laughs> like easily. So he'd be like 70, you know, maybe older, but still. Yeah. He'd be there. Yeah. Like, uh and it just kept saying, like, all the research I was doing was saying that it's totally unknown how many people knew about this. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Hundreds. Probably. Hundreds, for sure. Yeah. So, basically, how the uh, the military system works when it goes up to the president like that, it's, um, what is it called? Oh, my goodness. So, it's Joint Chiefs of Staff. Okay, yeah. So... There's this one guy named General Lyman Lemnitzer. I'm just going to call him the general because his name's a bit much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was in a position called the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which meant he oversaw all of them. Okay. And that is the highest military rank you can achieve in the U.S. Wow. So you are the direct military advisor to the president, Department of Defense, National Security Council, Legit everything. You're the one who decides. What's that? What, what was uh, what did uh, what did the king make uh, Ned Stark? The hand of the king. Yeah, he's hand of the king. That's exactly. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So this guy was like everything, and he's the one. His name is signed on that proposal for Operation Northwoods. Yeah. So he is the president, basically. Basically, like the military president, yeah. but he technically doesn't have any military authority anymore which is weird anymore no because he, he's a four-star general he was for 14 years wow but because of his current position like obviously the president is commander-in-chief so he can advise and submit things that he's like i think we should do this yeah. and like nine times out of ten presidents will say yes because, because they don't have a lot of military experience yes so but these guys more. do exactly yeah. and everybody likes him all the guys below him are like yeah that's my general yeah because he's been there forever you know what he did 10 years ago i saw him eat a guy's eyeball (laughs) (laughs) like all sorts of wild shit yeah so this guy his name is signed on the proposal that kennedy then rejected and then this general was denied another another term as the chairman a couple months later oh really yeah so you were saying like people are never removed but he actually was oh did Kenny have anything to do with that? Yeah. Oh, so then 100%. Yeah, they killed him. They're like, he just took out. That was our favorite guy. Oh, it gets deeper. <laughs> that was our favorite guy. And you just you took him away. Now he's not there anymore. Oh, that's. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah, yeah. That's too much. So going away from him for a moment, I'm going to talk about uh, other false flags that the U.S. has done in general. Uh, in 1960, so before this proposal was even made, the CIA recruited a bunch of Cuban immigrants to be part of a guerrilla warfare team whose purpose was to overthrow Fidel Castro. Okay. So these people were ones who came from Cuba, went into Miami, mm-hmm. and hate Castro. Obviously, that's why they fled. Yeah. So the CIA recruited all these people, brought them to Guatemala to train in guerrilla warfare mm-hmm. and made them a CIA team. Wow. That's and they wild. even went as far as 
they painted U.S. military planes in Cuban Air Force colors. And that wasn't to infiltrate airspace because that's against like a whole bunch of U.N. Yeah. Like war laws. Yeah, of course. But they were like flying around international waters and the intent was to like harass like U.S. naval pl- na- naval ships and things. Wow. Yeah. Without the, the people on the ships knowing? I'm not sure about that part. Wow, because that would be wild. Because again, this is all pre-Operation Northwoods. This is like... That's nuts. Setting the the stage for that's crazy. All of this, yeah. So they were but, doing that. But you know what? That's like, especially as I'm like, like, like you know, I just turned off a podcast where I'm listening to Tim Kennedy and, and Jocko Willinks talk about war and and how it all works, and and that podcast goes really deep into a lot of special forces stuff and and what they're taught, and and war gets like this, like it really does. It gets sneaky. Yeah, it's crazy. Eh? It gets sneaky. It gets like to the point where it's like. You know, because it's like this team of guys is like, well, we don't want to die and we want to we want to execute our plan. So how are we going to not die? We're willing to die, but how are we going to not die and, and execute our plan? Yeah. And it's like whatever has to happen has to happen in their minds. You know, it's wild. Yeah. Very wild. And then. Uh, obviously, there was Castro and Che Guevara was one of his top military guys. Yeah. So Che Guevara was trained by a Cuban by the name of Frank Sturgis. Really? Yeah. Who was involved with Watergate. Oh, really? that's with like Nixon? Yes. True. And Frank Sturgis also, he would basically go around South America training these guerrilla groups that were backed by the U.S., but he wasn't ever considered a part of the CIA or a CIA operative. They totally deny his involvement. Wow. Wow, that's pretty cool. Because Castro, I mean, because um, Che, I mean, it's it's known that like Che wanted, he wanted to, he did, he like, he would do what Castro said, but his thing was like, I'm going to do this with you and we're going to do this. He's like, but we have to take over South America. Yeah. Like all of it. He's like, when we're done here, we have to do South America. Oh, that's crazy. He's like, I want all of South America. That's a lot. And Castro was like, you're crazy. (sighs) He's like, this is enough. And he was like, no, it's not. It's weird that like he, like the guy who trained him was kind of doing that kind of, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's apparently Che Guerrero wanted all of South America. Wow, that's a lot. Under that, that regime of things. Huh. He wasn't fucking around at all. He's a wild guy. Yeah, that's crazy. As much as it's like communists and like communists are bad and everything, when you watch the Che movie, there's like a movie Che it has subtitles and everything. I watched this so many times; it's so cool. Is it like a Cuban movie? Uh, it's it's Benicio del Toro. Oh, watch the wires. Make sure you don't step on the wires. Any of those wires, just might turn off randomly. Mm-hmm. It's Benicio del Toro, so I assume this is an American movie, um, because he's an American actor. Actually, I don't know if he's American, but. He's in America and he's, you know, under the Hollywood, you know, acting realm. Mm-hmm. And it's such a cool movie. It's so cool. <laughs> I mean, I know they're bad guys, but it's such a cool movie. <clears throat> it's so cool. <laughs> they like we'll have to watch up. it sometime. They're like meeting up in little like houses and there's like eight of them and they're like talking about things in Mexico and they're like, we're going to do this. We're gonna wow. do this. And then like they just go over like 10 of them to Cuba and they just exactly what you're saying that Frank guy did. Mm-hmm. Che and... Che, more Che, so Che and Castro like would get in, convert little bits of guys, 
and then move forward and then go in oh really some guys move forward and like they just grew so much that it was just like they just took over hmm. it was like wow that's crazy nuts 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 but yeah and that name what did you say frank sturgeon frank sturgis sturgis that sounds very white yeah it doesn't sound super doesn't I, sound yeah. like che Guevara. that's for sure true yeah or fidel castro yeah he sounds like he was a plant of some kind yeah we'll get to him a little bit later again yeah. he comes up again later does he which is crazy <laughs> 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 so also in this group of kind of cia ex-cuban guerrillas mm -hmm. there were some like homegrown cia operatives uh some guys kind of leading the charge and one of those guys names was uh, e howard hunt so he was a cia officer between 1949 and 1970 so he was also in this brigade and they decided uh in 1961 so they were trying to invade cuba so it's called, um, it's like the Battle of, or like the Bay of Pigs or something. Okay, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. And it went really badly for the U.S. Like there was like a ton of casualties and it just looked really bad on them on, on a world stage. Mm. And then that kind of set up all of Operation Northwoods. Because they were like, okay, how do we actually take this over while being looked upon in a positive light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I was just watching, I, I saw some of that. Like, I didn't realize how imperative, like, I mean, it's bad that they wanted to do that, but I didn't realize how imperative it was because it's like Cuba's right there. Yeah. They have Soviet stuff. Like, like, like there was a possibility of, like, Cuba could have easily attacked. I think they named off Alabama, Louisiana, and Florida. They could have attacked them heavily. And the U.S., may not be wouldn't be able to respond in time like it would have been like crazy yeah if, if they decided to do that and then all of a sudden it's like let's say they have access to like a, a nuke from russia or something like that like yeah. they could have just like they're just so close that they could have just went nuts the nuke access i saw a map of it from cuba is all of the continental u.s except seattle really? just that top little corner they could hit literally anything wow yeah see yeah that's that's why they're like, we got to get this out of here. Yes. They're and that's like, why everybody was like super gung ho about it. Yeah. And why they were trying to find kind of sneaky means to do that. Yeah. And Kennedy wasn't down. No, he was not. Because Kennedy was a playboy. He's like, I'm going to bring Marilyn. I'm going to go to see Castro with Marilyn. We're going to fuck her. We're yeah. going to do all sorts <laughs> of shit. We're going to smoke cigars. It's going to be fine, it's guys. It's going to be fine. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah. We don't got to do any of this. Well, and especially like the, the president before him was Eisenhower and Eisenhower was dealing with all this Cuban stuff too. For sure. And he was trying to kind of have one last hurrah before Kennedy's inauguration and was trying to invade. I think the Bay of Pigs was under him. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. So then when Kennedy steps in, it's like already a shit storm. Yeah. The U.S. already looks bad. Mm-hmm. So that it's like, obviously, he doesn't want to do all this crazy stuff and attack his own citizens. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like the, the pure-hearted president. Yeah, and he was super popular. and He was like, you know what he was like? And uh, for any American listeners, you may not know. But he was like Rob Ford mm -hmm. and like, like, uh, like, like Barack Obama put together. Yeah. Because he was wild and he would do wild shit. Like he would yeah. have sex with Marilyn Monroe and stuff. <laughs> and then have her sing at like the president's ball and stuff <laughs> but then he was also like a statesman and really good and 
Yeah, he was just like. Yeah, he was, he was a good combo. Yeah, he was he was a well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. But one thing that popped into my mind from that movie, Che, apparently Castro and Che Guevara, I think it was more Che Guevara because Castro was always under threat of like getting murdered and stuff. Che Guevara would like show up to the UN and like when everybody's like sitting and he would just be smoking cigars. <laughs> what a badass. <laughs> he would just have one of those giant cigars and there's a scene where he's sitting there and they're talking about like executions and he's like, yeah, we execute people. Are we going to stop? No. Nah. That's just what we're doing. And like it was just, it was just oh a weird, it's like if that was like, I wish I could see actual footage of that, but like it was, it was insane. <laughs> like what would you even say to that? They were probably like, oh, okay, just moving like, on. In Spanish, he's just like, executions. See. <laughs> see. <laughs> they, they really didn't care. They're like, we're doing this. Oh, my God. Especially when you have the mindset of like, we're going to take over a whole other continent of the world. So I'll do whatever True. I want. Yeah. True. In his head, he's like. Like he yeah. thought he was going to be like a South American king. Yeah, basically. Basically. <laughs> hmm. Wild. Very wild. So if I go back to this general guy, <laughs> there's more stuff on him. General Limestone? <laughs> general Lemnitzer. Okay. Lyman Lemnitzer. It reminds me of like um, the Lannisters. Ah, because that's what he sounds like too. Right? The dad. So this guy also, military regulation firearms, like for personal use, yeah. was a pistol, oh, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. This asshole carried around an M16 rifle as his personal weapon. Good. That was kind of his. Good for him. His vibe. That's that's America. Yeah. That's how it's supposed. And that's to what be. he. So he'd walk around every day with that thing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's incredible. What an incredible man. He's he would crazy. just walk around with an M16. Yeah, all the time. Because he'd be like, yeah, you know what? I've been in countless wars. Mm-hmm. And I dream about men dying every day. Well, he'd been in. Uh, <laughs> I think it said World War Two. The Korean War and the Vietnam War. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> that's actually incredible. That's like, that's that's a different type of person. That that will make you want to carry around an M16 everywhere you go. Probably. Because you're like, I listen, I know what we did. Okay. I was <laughs> there. I know how much we did. They could step on this soil. They might try. And I'm going to be ready. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What respect. But then... Uh, so I was t- telling you about like the plan with the ships. Mm-hmm. So what spurred the Vietnam War in 1964 was Vietnamese troops attacking U.S. ships. Okay. In Vietnam. Okay. Doesn't it sound similar? Oh, true. So they're just doing it. And guess who was involved in both? What limestone? Yeah. Wow. Lannister. Look at him. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. I wonder. Wow. So Kennedy was like uh, King Joffrey. He's like, understand, little boy. This is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm king now. Yeah. I'm the king. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, are you now the M16? Yeah. <laughs> he's walking into offices with an M16. Legit. That's what he was doing. Oh, man. What a guy. Yeah. Oh, how is there not more? Oh. Why is there not more coverage of that person? I don't know. I have to see that guy's picture. I have I'll to show see you. He looks pretty normal. I'm sure he does. 
I wish there was a picture of him like with an M16 though. Of course. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure there's one somewhere if that was his personal firearm that he carried. That's smart. That's smart. Power move too. Yeah, like what are you going to do? Yeah. He like goes to visit you in the Oval Office and he's like, oh, sorry, sir. And he pulls out his M16 to mm-hmm. put it on his lap. And he just puts it down. It's his own little holster. Or a strap. A huge holster. Yeah, it's a strap. <laughs> they wear across him, so. Yeah. Wow. So that's what that guy was so, doing. So, yeah, so that's how that happened in Vietnam. And then he was involved in that as well. Exactly. And then, uh, so after he was. So he basically just knew how to get things done. Like if, yeah. if like, like like if there weren't politicians being like no yeah he just he would like, be a military dictator we're doing this all over the place we're doing it everywhere yeah what do you mean no we've already done it yeah right like oh man so he was probably yeah he was just getting things done yeah he's like how many guys need to die he's like just these guys over here yeah the rest I'll handle don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry he's like nobody even has to die people just have to think they died yeah true true and you know what it's weird when we talk about that but then when you think of that person's perspective for sure somebody who's like actually been in war he's like let's just do it this way nobody's actually going to die and we get what we want and we get to like get into the places we need to get into yeah because like when you're like i said when you're learning about war and all the stuff they do it's like that's going to be the way you're going to want to do it as somebody who oddly enough has like a good heart you're gonna be like yeah i want to get into this place and i don't want anybody to die but we'll make a bunch of people think they died and that's all we need we don't need to actually kill a bunch of people yeah i've had enough of that like the only really crazy part of it was the attacks on u.s soil Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that that they that they pondered on doing yes yeah that's that is unforgivable yeah that's the most wild thing but for him and it just opens like a huge can of worms too for him, like maybe and maybe nobody would have died. Who knows? This guy's a four-star general for how long? He's like, I know where to put it. It's fine. Yeah. I'm going to send the best guys. We're going to put it in places nobody are. and We're going to be fine. Don't worry. Just don't worry about it. Well, they were talking about like assassinating Cuban immigrants too. True. So they were planning on killing people regardless. Yeah, it's true. But they were and like Cuban. sinking refugee ships as they're coming over. But they were Cuban. That's how they. That's how they thought of Cubans back then. I guess they didn't want them. Ugh. They didn't like them back then. Terrible. Now we love Cuban people, <laughs> right? Now America loves Cuba. Well, Americans, I should say, not America. Yeah, <laughs> true. It's a difference. But yeah, back then it was like it was it was a problem. They mm-hmm. were a big problem, which is wild. Wild. If Scarface came out at a different time. I would be like Scarface was like propaganda. You've never seen Scarface, but no, Scarface is like about Castro. It's about Castro releasing the prisons, like opening the prisons and being like, we don't want them. Get them all out of here, which he might have really done. But he was like, we don't want these guys. Get them off our fucking soil. I don't want them rehabilitated. Like the Americans? No. Cuban, Cuban prisoners. Oh. Just guys who have been in prison. Get them out of here. Put them on boats. Send them to America. Huh. Put them in these camps. Get, get them the fuck out of here. No, I had no idea. So it's like whatever, like if we're talking about like Scarface world, it would be like that boat of refugees would all be prisoners. Interesting. And you, you just wouldn't know, but they would send the worst of the worst over here. Like in that whole. That's actually kind of smart. Right? Like that, in, the whole, in like a dark way. In the whole world of that movie, that's what it was. It was like sending the worst of the worst over. And then all of a sudden they like got into Miami and they were like selling drugs and just like they were just like cocaine cowboys are going crazy. And Scarface was like the worst of it. 
he just became like a, a like just like 10 kingpins wrapped into one just killing people and like oh it's such, it's such a good movie so is that, he cuban who scarface scarface is cuban al pacino played scarface though. okay that's i thought he was italian i thought it was like an italian mob movie no no scarface yeah i know i know for anybody <laughs> for anybody listening and they're like i can't believe she just said that i know i know it's <laughs> I know it's it's crazy. I've never she seen it. Said, Shut up. <laughs> it's insane. It's Al Pacino. But it's Al Pacino, and he's doing the best Cuban. Oh, he's Cuban in that movie. Oh, he's so good. It's such a good movie, man. He's a dishwasher. Okay, we have to watch that one. And Che. You want to watch? You want to watch Scarface? Yeah, okay. of course. Why not? It's a classic. He's a yeah. He's a he's a dishwasher, and he just he just comes up. He just figures it out, and he is just ruthless. Just a ruthless. One of the only ruthless people in a movie that you could watch and you're like, I I hope he kills everybody he wants to kill. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I hope he gets to yeah, kill it's everybody. It's like, oh, that's sweet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just like everything. He's everything. My uh, my friend who passed away, Ginon, he made me watch that. He's really? like, you got to watch Scarface. Mm-hmm. I was like 15. He's like, you got to watch Scarface. Get over here. Yeah, he made me watch Scarface. Mm-hmm. so good. That's nice. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So this General Lannister guy, still on him, yes, uh, was the only military official to take a position after he was the the chairman. So he went to NATO where he was like, it was like supreme allied leader or something. It was like, it was kind of a NATO? Yeah. So he was like the top military guy. like NATO like a... Like I the, thought it was a North American thing, but it's not. It's like um it's like like the allied like of World War Two, like the Allied countries. Yeah. It's their band. So basically Europe and North America, minus Germany. Really? Yeah. And he was running it? He was running the military for it, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he went to like big but out of his position as the president's advisor. Wow, that's incredible. So everybody else who's ever had that position he did with the president just retired after. Yeah. Because they were like done. So it's like very clear that he was kind of dismissed. Yeah. yeah. Like he didn't retire out of it. Yeah. He was not invited back for another term. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. He's so Illuminati. If there's an Illuminati person ever, that's him. In world wars, walking around with the M16, just... Just living life like the Wild West. Pretty much. Just doing what he needs to do. It's amazing. And then are you ready for the best part? (laughs) 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 I was like so hyped by this. So in 1975, so this is after Kennedy was assassinated, President Gerald Ford uh, appointed this Lannister guy to the Commission on CIA Activities within the United States, which is also known as the Rockefeller Commission. Wow. And it was to investigate whether the CIA had committed acts that violated U.S. law, as well as allegations that uh, two CIA operatives were involved in the assassination of JFK. Those two CIA operatives were E. Howard Hunt and Frank Sturgis. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. That's amazing. So now the guy who proposed Operation Northwoods and got rejected is now investigating the death of the president who rejected him and looking into allegations that the people who killed that president Mm -hmm. are people who worked for him before. Wow. That's incredible. Right? How messed up is that? And that president probably didn't even want to appoint that guy. 
Yeah, it was, I have it was no just idea. probably like people walking into a room. Just yeah, you should you should point this guy with his ominous tones and shit. And just, yeah, yeah. There's probably something like that. And then he happen. walks with his M16. Yeah, exactly. And then he walks with his M16. Says, "I understand you need something investigated, <laughs> sir." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerald Ford's like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever you can, you help. I think I can help. Puts his gun back on safety. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah, right? That's that's some real... Like, that's... It's funny because it's, like, military, but it's, like, so mafia-type Very. stuff. But I guess, like, a government is kind of set up that way, right? Like, like that guy was the president's, what the mafia would call conciliary, which is, like, their counsel, mm. the person that they sit down with and they say, okay, this is what's happening, you know? Should I kill this guy? Should I kill this guy? And they go, no, you can't kill this guy because this will happen. Like, they've been through it all so much that they just know, like, okay, you, they know the rules. Yeah. So if you can't do this, you can't do this. But if this happens, it's okay. But maybe if this happens, you got to listen to these guys. Wow. But crazy, eh? That, that like, of crazy. all people to a point? I bet he and had to. And with those connections? I bet he had to. Probably. I bet he had to. Well, it sounded like the whole, like investigation was a farce anyway looking into who did it yeah because they said of course because they don't want to know they everybody everybody was like everything's gonna run smoother with this guy dead yeah everything's gonna run smoother with this guy dead probably (sighs) wow because they also said like the rockefeller commission came out and called the witnesses who placed these two cia operatives at the scene of JFK's assassination, they referred to them as derelicts. These derelicts? Yeah. Why? Just to discredit the witnesses. Oh, oh, the witnesses were derelicts. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, ah, oh, these derelicts, like, none of, no, like, none of this ha- happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just pour a bunch of rum on. Like, Are you going to believe this guy? Or pouring vodka on him. Yeah. <laughs> and then apparently that uh, E. Howard Hunt guy, the one who was, like, invading Cuba and stuff, he led a base in Mexico City in 1963, which is the same year that JFK was killed. Mm. And that's the same year um, Lee Harvey Oswald was there in Mexico City. Wait, what? Yeah. So the two of them were together in Mexico City. Who's the two of them? This hunt guy. Yeah. And Sturgis. And Lee Har- Harvey Ald- Oswald, oh. who acts like who was named the person. Yes. Wow. They were both in Mexico City months before the assassination. Wow. So they just all knew each other. They all knew what was going on. Yeah, that's wild. And they just killed that guy. That's so sad. So sad. Yeah, they killed him for rejecting that proposal. Well, yeah, well, not running the way things run, right? Yeah. I mean, JF- JFK wanted to do some other stuff, too. Like, I mean, when you're talking about, like, this whole thing, he wanted to disband the CIA. Mm. He was like, this is not needed. Well, based on this, I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah. he was like, I want to get rid of the CIA. I think he wanted to get rid of the Federal Reserve as well. He probably knew a bunch of stuff we will never know about he, the CIA. He, well, definitely that. And also his, his family, like, people, people all speculate his parents, you know, like, well, his... His older family was like um, mafia, like they, yeah, they were true. heavily like involved in the mafia and whatnot. So it was like it was like almost like he got elected. They they say he got elected through like the, these mob ties, 
And then when he wasn't doing when he was being real presidential and not just being like, you know, the mob guy's son and like yeah. just doing things, you know, people were like, what the fuck? Like you said your kid was cool. <laughs> what happened to little Johnny? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Johnny. <laughs> Breaking my heart. And yeah, he was just doing what he had to do. Too bad. That's why he had those amazing speeches. But also, I mean, people, Joe Rogan, great guy. I mean, he always says he's stupid and stuff. But he's the only person where I've heard the actual final speech of Kennedy. Because people always go to the um, what you can do for your country, not what your country can do for you and ask what you can do for your country. Yeah. Um, that like that wasn't his last speech. They did that with Martin Luther King, too. Like the I have a dream speech wasn't his last speech. But JFK's last speech was like, he's like, we will not tolerate um, packs mm, done in, in yeah. the dark. We will not tolerate secret societies. He's like, all this stuff, like starting pretty much all the stuff that's going on. He's like naming all that stuff. He's like, we will not be a country that has that and supports that, which is like the boldest fucking thing you could ever say as a president. Because the U.S. was like founded on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I mean, it was happening all around him. And he was basically saying, no, no more of this. Like, yeah. I want all this gone. I want things to come to light. And I want this country to, like, be a country, like a proper country. And uh, and people say that speech, like, I, now that I know this, him rejecting that and speeches like that are what got him killed. Yeah. They were like, oh, he's like, he said it outright. Like, he said it in front of the whole country. He's like, he's like we're not going to do this anymore. So they were all like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, what's he going to do? Who's he going to name? Like, what's going to happen? He's a president, right? He has control. He can actually do these things. You know? mm -hmm. That's why that's why you've never seen a president since say anything even remotely close to that. Yeah. You've yeah. Never, you've seen like I've seen Trump, you know, just touch on things like with what's happening now. Like he called out Biden. He's like, ah, you're going to have the gas prices at like nine dollars a gallon and, and you're going to kill cows and. You're going to make people buy electric cars and all that shit's happening now. Everything mm. he said, the, the cows are dying tens of thousands at a time. The gas is higher than ever. The economy's all fucked. Like he like Trump actually said, like, yeah, that's what you're going to do. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh -huh. he, but he said it in such a Trump way that like people just kind of tossed it away. Like he, Alex Jones style. Yeah. Like he was just like they were like in the debate. And he's like, what about the cows, Joe? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to tell him about the cows. huh? <laughs> like he just said it like that. Shit. Like it's so weird. <laughs> and it's like nobody would think about it until all of a sudden all this happens. And then you look back and you're like, what was he talking about? Yeah, exactly. Because when you hear him say that, like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like you're just Gay in frogs. the debate and you're just like, what about the cows, Joe? Huh? Tell him about the cows. Hey, where'd you get all those houses, Joe? You got a lot of houses. Like he just started talking about like money that he had that he shouldn't have. Like, yeah. But he wouldn't come out and just say things, you know. Hmm. And the and the and the whole QAnon thing, the whole QAnon thing, which was wild, wildly just nuts. It was a, just a nutty theory. But at the same time, Trump was friends with um, JFK Jr. They were very close. Hmm. They're close friends. So whatever JFK Jr. told him probably stuck True. with him. He probably knows some stuff too. Yeah, he probably stuck with him. And then you have to think like Trump's father. Like they're like I just feel like like this guy before he even became president, he was like, you know, what we would consider royalty of sorts. Just being a billionaire and your father's yeah. this billionaire and this your whole family is just this fucking this fucking empire of things. 
So his dad probably knew, I would think, JFK. You know, they, they, like their families probably knew each other because they ended up knowing each other. They were really close friends. And, you know, who knows? Who knows what JFK Jr. told them? Yeah. Yeah. But people always speculate that he ran for president because JFK Jr. died. And he was like, I'm going to I'm going to do what my friend was going to do. No, oh, that's kind of nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like Trump, but that's kind of nice. Right. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to step in and do what my friend wanted to do. <laughs> but who knows? Especially who knows? if it's for like a good goal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then when you look at I don't know, it's hard. It's hard when you look at everything. I don't know. Was it good? I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like it was good. It, it, it was definitely better than how it is now. I could say that. I could definitely say that. Yeah. The economy was much better. America looked like America. Mm. Right now, America just looks like Canada. And Canada just looks like, ugh. It's <laughs> 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 nonsense. Yeah. But yeah, what else? That was it for my notes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, those guys were gangsters. For sure. Like that Lannister guy? Holy shit. Yeah. Lemnitzer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what is how do you spell that name? L E M. Hold on a second. Yeah, it was just wild the whole thing. Like I kept just L- like L E M N I N I T Z E R. T Z E R. The mm. yeah, the whole time like I was Looks just reading about so German. Yeah, well Lemnitzer. Right? <laughs> of course he's German. Oh man, he was German. Ugh. <laughs> Christ, scary shit. But I didn't find out why it was called the Rockefeller Commission. Kennedy was like, "What a ger- this German guy! <sighs> I don't gotta take orders from no German guy." Hey, what kind of country are we in right now? <laughs> you guys know what the Germans done? They were like, "Kennedy, sir, your penis is out." <laughs> <laughs> Maryland's down the fucking hallway. I'm just talking to you guys for a second. What do you guys want from me? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but fucking wow, this guy looks he looks He looks pretty, like a general, eh? Yeah, he looks like a general. And it's pretty impressive that he has both of his eyes. Anytime you tell me about a guy that's been a, a, <laughs> a vet for so long, I'm picturing like an eye patch and a missing leg. You know, just a scar on his lip. Like all the way through his face. Yeah, like when a Vietnam guy tried to like bite his face off and like yeah, choked like him that. to death, yeah. And god damn the emblems this guy has. Oh, yeah. He has a million medals. Badges. Wow. Look at this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a general, all right? Mm-hmm. Fun guy. Fun guy. Walking around. No M16 pictures, though. Damn it. They probably made him take it off of the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's probably, like, strapped to his back all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. Awards. Awards out the ass. Years of service. 1916. Yeah. To 1969. Wow. How crazy is that? Battles, World War Two, over Korean fifty War, years. Rank general, supreme ally, commander of Europe, uh, chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff, like uh, legit everything. Chief of Chief of Staff of the uh, the United States Army, Eighth Army, Seventh Infantry Division, Eleventh Airborne Division, Thirty Fourth Coast Artillery Brigade. Jeez, yeah, this guy just did everything. He was just all about war. Mhm. Wow. Born born uh November 12th, 1980 uh, or no, he died November 12th, 1988 at 89 years old. 
apparently it says here in Wikipedia, Satan came up from the ground and said, <laughs> your job is done, sir. You've done quite the service. And that's you're, on his tombstone. You're needed. <laughs> and then they both burst into flames and disappear. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you could add that. <laughs> and <his laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> Satan came up from the <laughs> ground and said, Sir, quite a job you've done. <laughs> no, uh, his birthday's coming up, too. His birthday is August 29th, mm -hmm. 1899. 1899, that's so crazy. Born in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, Germany. No, I'm kidding. Um, president. Whew. So in office, June 5th, 1955 to June 30th, 1957. President. Dwight Eisenhower. They don't even mention Kennedy. Where's Kennedy? They don't? Where's Kennedy? You'll have oh to find his... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. There's just so many presidents. Sorry. Yes, yeah. Because he was there for so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to so. find his job title as the chairman. So the first one was Dwight D. Eisenhower. Never even heard of that president in my life. Eisenhower? I didn't know. His name's Dwight D.? Yeah. Really? I always picture him as, um, you know, in... God. The, the office? No. <laughs> the nightmare before christmas the tim burton movie do you I, remember that movie at all i don't think i've seen it well for anybody who does there's like there's a girl named sally who's like a puppet who's all like sewed together okay and the guy who sews her together that's who i picture as eisenhower <laughs> i don't know why he's some like creepy little like man in a wheelchair wow so dwight d eisenhower dwight d eisenhower then um lewis Oh no! There's what? Oh, chief of NATO, and then 1963 to 1969, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon B. Johnson. Wow, and then what? Oh, it's because it's this going guy. through so many of his positions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's going through so many of his positions. Wow. Yeah, he had a lot of positions. Was under a lot of presidents. Definitely Illuminati. Yeah, something for sure. Definitely. Bilderberg. Like, I shouldn't even say that. Definitely a Freemason. Like a 100% this guy's a Freemason. Like he's basically controlling the world. Like there's no way he's not a Freemason. Like if you piss him off, he's going to destroy your country. Yeah. That's how that goes. He was the first guy. He was the first guy to be in like a U.S. office and be like, I think that nation needs some freedom. <laughs> he was the first guy. That's like their motto now, but... <laughs> He was, <laughs> he was the first one to say that. They probably yeah. say that in, in, in reference to him. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to see if he was a Freemason. Oh, I know you were. <laughs> Ooh. There it is. He is honored. Awarded Achievement Medal by Grand Lodge of Masons. There it is. Jeez. Let's go. Oh, come on, New York Times. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> No one's going to pay for it. They're just going to go to another website. Yeah, they have to. Wow. Yeah, distinguished with the medal from the Grand Wow of the United of uh, New York. The Grand Lodge of New York. Hmm. Wow. Such a mason. That's amazing. Yeah, that guy knew and did some shit. Man, I knew I should have joined the Masons. <laughs> I could have been this guy. You could could have been a Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> Hand of the king. Yeah, right. Poof. Let's see. Oh yeah, he's doing the Mason handshake. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the handshake. 
I can see it. I've studied this for a long time, folks. I was really I was really prepping myself to become a mason back in my younger days. Yeah, that's that's the handshake. When you shake hands like that. Like what? I can't. You go like this. And it's like instead of this, it's like this. That's the mason handshake. Really? Yeah. And then there's one that goes like this. Oh. Yeah. So they like see what they're doing. They're doing it's like a half handshake. And they're just like 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 that is how you know. Someone's a mason. Weird. They'll shake your hand like that. I feel like people's um like a lot of men shake women's hands like that. Well, I mean a woman's hand you'll shake more like this. Yeah. Like that. That's like It's weird. I don't that, like it. Cuz that's you doing like this. That's like that, that whole thing. I know, I know where it comes from. It right? just, I really don't like it. Like that's, <laughs> but this is like, this is different. Okay, so when it's like angled to the side a bit more. Because you gotta like, you gotta shake back over here. Come on. I'm trying. See, this is why we shake your hands like that. You don't know what you're doing. I know how to shake a hand normally, but I don't know the Mason <laughs> hip bullshit this, handshake. But this is, uh, yeah, this is how you do it. Because this like shows more of a bond. Hmm. And also you need to know. Like right away when you shake a man's hand, if they're a mason, right? You don't want to have to ask questions. You don't want to have to be like, are you a traveling man? <laughs> you have to do that whole thing, especially if they're not. Then they're like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, I went to, I went to Mexico. And yeah. Like, oh, it's like, oh, my God. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had yeah. some, I've had someone say that to me. I'm like, are you a traveling man? And I laugh. And I'm like, ha, ha. I go, no, no, I'm not. And they're like, how do you know what I'm talking about? Then? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Just walk away and be like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not hiding it from you, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's I've funny. That. But uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Look at us. That was a good one. I went down a bit of a rabbit hole and I liked it. Yeah, I mean, that's how uh, that's how it goes when you're talking about Kennedy. Uh, we can do a whole episode just on Kennedy. Oh, it would be massive. It would have to be like a series. It's a yeah, it actually would because it's it's a part one. <laughs> yeah, because just that I didn't know that he rejected that thing and that guy and everything like that. That's a huge marker of of what happened to him. Like, for people who think there's a lot of crazy people, there's a lot of crazy people in the U.S. Crazy people don't just get to assassinate people and just run around. That doesn't happen. No, it has to be like it's fucking planned. It's very much planned. Like, like right now, if Justin Trudeau came down the street, you would know before he arrived that he yeah. was arriving. You could just tell. You'd be like, what the fuck's going on outside? Hmm. And then a fucking bunch of cars would roll up and then one black car would be there and then a bunch of cars behind it. People don't just murk people randomly because they're just mad about some shit. That doesn't happen. I don't know why people think it does. When I was a kid, my uh, my brother had a hockey tournament in Ottawa. And obviously, it's a bunch of teams from all over the place come. Yeah. So we're sitting there in the stands, and uh, we brought one of our neighbors who was a close friend with us. Mm -hmm. And she looks behind. She's like, "That's Stephen Harper." And we're like, "What the hell? Like the prime minister's here?" So we look behind us, and sure enough, it's Stephen Harper, mm -hmm. and he's sitting in between, like six, I guess, like Secret Service equivalent. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But they're all trying to be dressed in plain clothes. Of course. Because I guess they're trying not to draw attention. Yeah. So they're all wearing flannel. Yeah. Like plaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have sunglasses and ball caps and things in their ears. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Because his son was on a team oh, in well, that tournament. Yeah. So he was there to watch. Yeah. But like you said, like it's very obvious yeah. that they're there. Like it's not sneaky. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. And if you were there beforehand, you would have saw some shit. You yeah, and it was probably a whole thing like them coming in. Yeah, they prep. Like, like no. They would have cleared the whole like area. Nobody's hopping in a building in a window high up and just shooting somebody and running off. No, it's just not happening. Like that's not how assassinations go. No. Like it just doesn't happen that way. Even if you have an M16. So, yeah, exactly. So get that out of your head, morons. <laughs> All you morons who sit around like, oh, just a crazy person. Oh, crazy person. You're an idiot. Yeah, no. Think that. no. I don't usually take that stance. But with things like this, I take that stance. You're a moron if you think it's just crazy people shooting people. That's not how it works. It's not how assassinations work. Talk about the president. It's always planned. <laughs> it's a fucking president. You know how far in advance they map out his route of what he's going to do if he's like going on a parade like JFK was that day? Yeah, and they did map it out. Yeah, they map it out. They cover it. They go, okay, these are all the spots that we have to check. We yep. have to clear all this, clear that, clear that. Who's there on Sundays? Yeah. Who's there? To, like they, post snipers on the roofs. Yeah, they, they go. It's, it was cleared for like a week. Yeah, exactly. So. Anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah, Kennedy rabbit hole. Yeah. All right. This was another episode of Date Night Conspiracies. Mm-hmm. I'm Colin. I'm Sherry. And uh, and sleep tight. <laughs> and like, comment, subscribe, share. Like, comment, subscribe, share, and review. Reviews help. Five star reviews help. One star reviews. We'll you can keep them. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> stick the CIA on you. Yeah, there you go. The Lannister. The Lannister gem. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Bye. Bye.